no matter what I'm holding while I'm listening to it, when that drop, everything now happens. I just like am ready to throw shit. Taylor. Taylor Welcome to the Sad, Beautiful, Tragic Podcast. My name is Ryan Lewis. My name's Claire Griffin. And I'm Allison Leonard. And together we make up Taylor Ride, R-Y-D-E, Nation. Every week we bring you a full review of one of Taylor Swift's albums. How we felt then, how we feel now, where we were then, where we are now where she was then and where she is now. How do her albums stand the test of time? The answer will always be timeless. Follow us on Instagram at Taylor Ride Nation. Again, R-Y-D-E. Rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Let's get into it. Ladies, how are we doing? I feel like we need to do jazz hands for that entire introduction. Like, Taylor Ride Nation! Fireworks jazz hands. It's me wanting to be like one of those car dealer commercials I would say like FC Kerbeck or something oh oh and like yeah. every or beer is on the boulevard yeah, exactly <laughs> in in high school um, guys would just and they still do it today like I see them commenting on each other's photos they would scream in the halls Foreman Mills Foreman Mills all it I uh, we had different high school experiences yes yes <laughs> Well, today we're doing something different, breaking up the energy and uh, coming together. We are not doing this over Zoom. We're sharing a lovely conference room, have the view of um, the Schuylkill River. She never looks clean, but it still is pretty how the sun's reflecting up from it. It is. And it's nice to be, you know, face to face and not screen to screen. Glitchy. Glitchy. This is like better energy, but for our own safety as we get into the album, we'll see if this is. Oh good or God. good or not type of thing. Yeah. So right now there's a table dividing us, but we'll see how far we make into that. And to give the visual, the table is dividing perfectly between the sides as we have Claire and Allison on one side and me on the other, especially when it comes to the album that we're uh, getting into, which today's episode, episode four, is for Speak Now, obviously the deluxe edition. And the crowd goes wild! I think I might stand alone on that I didn't think I would, but no, I know I'm excited to talk about it. I'm so excited to get into it. Especially how it starts off, but we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Before we get there, it's a lovely Saturday. Rare all of us are hanging out on Saturday, oh. feels like. How are we all doing? We're briefly, briefly like caught up with each other, but yeah. Sweating. Sweating? Oh, wow. That's a rarity. Because I'm I know. Claire's always the one sweating. Yeah. Um, no, it's a pretty Saturday. We rode this morning as we do on Saturdays. That's one thing we can count on. But no, other than that, I'm going to New York tomorrow um, to ride and very excited about that. I hope you get Taylor again in class. That would be such a gift right there. Like meant to be the weather, who cares? But I hear that Janet is really into Chris Stapleton's new album, so I'm going to have to listen. Some country rock. Uh, that came up on the Spotify announcements. Like, Chris Stapleton has a new album. I'm like, yeah. you know your target audience here. I'm Look fully going to come home tomorrow songs. being like, guys, it's really good. <laughs> I'm going to ignore that I one. sure do hope so. And the CMAs were actually this past week, too. Did, which, okay, can we talk about that? Because I thought they already happened. Like, that's no. what I thought. Right, isn't that Betty right? What did she perform at? 
The American country, the ACMs, oh A's, A's, ACMAs, the ACMAs. The ACMAs. Yeah. The ACMAs. I never knew that was called that. I think that's, I'm totally building. Something's coming up though. Is it the A at the A? The American Music yes. Awards. And then Grammy nominations are like next this week. I'm pretty sure. Really? Or it's like the first week so. of December. Something like that. Yeah. But, but people are soon. petitioning. But Taylor Nation is like, vote for Taylor for these things. I'm like, okay, Kids Choice Awards. What's happening? Yeah. Like, no, she, I, she's that. definitely up for some things for the American Music Awards. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Grammys will fully recognize folklore. I, like, Did everyone read the Rolling Stones article with Taylor Swift and yet. Paul McCartney? It's lovely, but the one thing I know you'll really appreciate, she was talking about they were at a party and she started playing Foo Fighters' Best of You. And wow. I was like, I wow. would pay I to hear her cover that. that so wow. Right? Yeah, so, but also, I don't know if you guys knew this. I didn't know this. I didn't know that Stella McCartney was daughter of Paul McCartney. What? Really? Yeah. Allison. I just, I, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to Paul McCartney or anyone from the Beatles. Sorry, One Direction's better. Anyway, that's <laughs> I had to say. You don't um, have to pick and choose British bands. But I will. I, they are superior, and that's all I got to say. But I never knew it. Also didn't care enough. But they said it in the article. I'm like, of course, the designer is related to the Paul McCartney. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mother's like, how did you not know that? I'm like, sorry, I didn't grow up in Beatlemania, except... Was your mom Beatlemania? Oh, yeah. We listened to Yellow Submarine a lot. See, my parents, neither of them were, so I didn't grow up on the Beatles. My dad was. He tried to do the haircut and looked like an asshole. I can see him trying to fake a Paul McCartney accent. Like the full... I can see the hair fully for your dad. Fully. The, The swoop. Yeah. Which I then, can... like, Justin Bieber brought back. <laughs> we all look at Claire. I love uh, him. Honestly, he is doing, Justin is doing so well these days. Yeah, he looks so good. I'm so hopeful for what's to come for him. His past couple of songs have just given me the hope of a really, a much better album from Changes. I was listening to Purpose album. Was it last, just last night? No. By the way, like, you can listen to Claire's solo podcast project, the Justin Bieber experience. I'm just going to call it tentatively, tentatively um, probably coming in 2021, but see us not there. No, I could not. Ryan, don't start with me. You like Justin Bieber. I like him from purpose onward, minus changes. That's practically so that's it. one album. <laughs> I like him in one album. You can't do that. <laughs> to go against this, we have Claire made the notes for Speak Now, and one of them is Bieber taking over the world. Baby. And that's it. <laughs> he was. That was the baby. He era. was a baby and he released baby. And that's when the purple the sweatshirt purple was hoodie. iconic yeah. with the white jeans and white jean jacket. Oh, yeah. God, and Gaga it, was a big thing. I remember, I don't know why. We're now in a 2010 rewind. That's when Sorry. Speak Now um, was released, October 2010. That's when Gaga wore her dress. Yes, the meat dress, dress. To the VMA. And like the yeah. little red riding hood on this TRH. Is, and like probably yeah. the egg happened that year too. Like that was. Yeah. That would be 2011. 2011. So yeah. it's just like the era where like I was being, I was fully weirded out by Gaga. I'll Born be honest. Era, 
Lily Gaga and Bieber, they were like the same point in time. So it's like so telling for pop culture, which I love. One of my favorite things that is um, interesting about Gaga, and I don't know if anybody else is going to find this interesting, but, and this was during middle school when The Hills was still on, Gaga made an appearance on The Hills and Lauren Conrad dressed her for one of her shows. And it's so funny. Every now and then when I binge The Hills, there's a moment when like Lauren Conrad and Whitney, her other friend, are on the show. Dress Beautiful. her. And Whitney is one of the most like porcelain perfect mm-hmm. human beings. And then she moves to New York and yeah. it's like just just like picture us like why am I not doing this in my twenties type of yeah. vibe? And they're dressing her in like this like leather like skin tight outfit and that's when Gaga still has the bangs yeah. like and it's just so crazy like I remember watching me like who is this like no no one like and now <laughs> this nobody up and come she was something somebody to me at that point I skipped a senior prom to go to her concert at the electric factory that's right I it. don't regret it I was 25 feet away from her it was amazing oh my god yeah. Well, so yeah. that's I have senior prom. We got prom coming out on Netflix. This episode is probably going to be released after prom is released on Netflix. So if you haven't already, they're not sponsoring us. Watch oh, prom. We will sponsor them. Yeah. <laughs> we lose money making this. Um, oh my god, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, wait, but speaking of prom, Ryan, what were you doing in 2010? Um, not going to prom. Um, I was telling the girls before we uh, started recording that I really don't want to talk about where I was in October 2010, but you have to own your history, so I will. Um, I was <laughs> a, it was my first semester, fall semester of sophomore year at NYU. Um, my roommate hated me. Um, he's definitely not listening to this. Jeremy was his name. Where was I he think. from? He was from upstate New Jersey, which was great because he was there literally like three nights a week. It was just oh, so he we could conveniently yeah. stay like during class classes but would go home and then like he started to be like well it's more convenient actually for me to go home every night because you're a nightmare um I feel so bad so bad um but I was going out six nights a week out of the seven sometimes probably all seven I would go to this bar called Woody's which um isn't not like the Philly Woody's it's not like the Philly Woody's um I would say it's more like the Philly um U bar if anything but it would just be me and my friend Ian and um it would honestly be the two of us, maybe a third person um, in the bar. That third person we didn't know, but it would be like the two of us probably Monday through Wednesday and then like Thursday, Friday, Saturday obviously people were there. Um, Sunday was usually my off night unless oh, we were going the Lord's to... Day. Uh, I forget. Oh, unless we were going to Van Damme which was like a Sunday night gay party which actually was covered in Girls that episode where she does a ton of drugs with Andrew Rannells and Andrew Andrew is DJing. That was at Van Damme. Um, so that was a peek into my time at NYU that made me who I am today so in the best and worst ways. So would you say this album was in rotation in I, I truly <laughs> don't think I touched Speak Now until I started teaching at SoulCycle. Really? Like wow. I had heard, I don't know, like mean and mine and sparks fly and then like that was it okay and i was like this sucks what were you listening to at that time just anything the club played i was listening to a lot of gaga okay yeah. and then yeah like that song by fetty legrand let me think about it that let me think about it you know which one i played in class a lot 
whatever. Um, I have no idea what you're talking they were playing about. That do we do jumps? Do we do all the gay clubs? Um, and Infinity, not One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If only. If only. Can um, you imagine that in the mix? I just like randomly you're out. 2010 <laughs> music was slapped at yeah. the time because Tayo Cruz was taking over yep. the charts like come on Robin. dynamite break your heart Katy Perry was making on the, like splashing on the scene California Girls is, was um, on the charts and we also had Eminem Love the Way You Live Airplane B.O.B. and never forget Kesha and the yep. early Kesha, like TikTok. It's really yeah. interesting to see top songs. TikTok by Kesha in this order. Lady Lady A, Need You Now, Hey Soul Sister by Train, <laughs> California Girls, Katy Perry. Like, I couldn't Usher. think. This is just, this, this is, is ups and downs. I think it's this great This is music. the beginning of the Fearless album. Just like, uh, 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 uh. Yes. Yeah. But I forgot to tell you guys, um, after we did the first podcast, I went to the grocery store and they were playing very reminiscent, like 2009, 2000. 2008 alt music and I went home I was like I want to listen to Lips of an Angel like we talked about it I had text from two separate people that do not know each other screenshotting my Spotify activity listening to Lips of an Angel and they both just asked are you okay like Just listen to it. I was like, God, it's a good song. And they're like, yeah, okay. Sure. Hear the rasp in his voice, yeah. like, so I'm like, easily. of all the music I've listened to on Spotify, that's the one you're going to call me out for? Yeah, okay, I didn't sure. text you on that. I've texted you for others. For others yeah. But that one, I was like, God, attacking lips of an angel. And like, you've done the same for me. Oh, my God. Yeah, I caught her this week listening to Uninvited, and I was like, ooh. I, no. Tough Thursday. I, <laughs> Tough Thursday. <laughs> Got that right. Um, where were you guys in 2010? Sophomore year. Do you yeah. want to take it away? I'll t- uh, yeah, I'll take it away. Yeah, we were sophomores, so we were 15 finally. Now, which is very interesting. Again, that's what made me so frustrated with the song 15 from Fearless was that we weren't actually 15 starting our freshman year. Now we're 15 and we're sophomores. I finally, I'm finally not playing soccer anymore, guys. I <laughs> hung up the cleats. Wow. <laughs> Next to the tap. I, yeah. I, the minute I got to high school, it's like, we're not doing this anymore like I don't want to do this so by doing this anymore you mean playing like six (laughs) sports at one time I just hated soccer I'm like my dad just really really wanted me to play and I just I couldn't do it so at this point I was what did you play in soccer I actually played do you know what role (laughs) were you the lead (laughs) I um I knew some of them I bounced like when I was younger. I don't know that one. No, I was I, I switched positions a couple of times, but because again I hated it so much, I was just I truly like hated it. Yeah. At one point I was a goalie and I was I was actually very good at goalie. I, I can see, see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Big and, goalie energy on the other side of the table. If you if we all recall just, from last yeah. episode, I've been called big dick energy before, so might as well just be big goalie energy What's too. Worse? <laughs> what is worse? And I was then also a defensive role which I've always loved playing defense the most but the top of the diamond so like closest to midfield defense okay. if that if I'm describing it well enough stopper that's, for that's others familiar. people's terms yeah familiar okay there yeah. we are I played defense always in soccer because that's the least active I feel like you were a cute little soccer kid yeah, yeah. just like the shin pads yeah 
What All you'd you have to do is like kick it away. <laughs> but you, didn't, you weren't in charge of like getting it to the goal. Mm-hmm. So it was safe zone for me. Uh, one you have literally, yeah, one point. job. Yeah. Just, like, just kick it. it. Just yeah. kick it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could barely do that. At this point, though, I really was really unhappy with basketball. And I was like, and I know that that sounds terrible, but I was actually... Hung up the shin pads. There's no... <laughs> or the oh, knee pads. Knee, knee pads. Yeah. I did have knee pads, but I don't know if I... I by the time in high school, I wasn't wearing them anymore. Um, but I'll be honest, I was being bullied on my basketball team. Really? Yeah, and it got to the point where I was like crying every night after practice. Oh and God. like... Yeah, like it was not a healthy Aww. place to be at. Like, yeah, that's... Oh, wow. I haven't talked about Yeah, that. I was going to say, we've never heard this. Yeah, Aww. I was really bullied on the team and the coaches like weren't very supportive I'll be honest yeah sophomore year basketball was not fun in any way shape or form um and that's actually the reason because of how I was treated by my teammates made me decide to not play anymore not that I didn't like the sport and Uh yeah that's how bad it was well those people peaked in high school (laughs) and again if you recall from an earlier episode that is the last thing you Mm want to do yeah so which is and when I decided and and like it surprised my parents so much that I was like I don't want to do it anymore because of that because everyone thought like like my family we always just assumed we're going to play sports in college that it was for me it was going to be basketball now how that really directed me towards not doing it anymore so what did you do in the winter well junior year I didn't do anything um I was just working at my Christian camp that's when I was like super into that too sophomore year if you guys don't know Claire is a big summer camp person Mm -hmm. which we love I oh my god there's I know I know like there's so so many stories wait is this the first year of summer camp no I was already so like I became like really into my camp like eighth grade into and but I'm like peak right now like I'm going there every my bless my parents heart they're driving me 45 minutes there and back every weekend and I'm working and like that's my social life and what I'm doing like so I never went to a high school party I never did any of that like because I was just so into this camp with like, the man upstairs with Jesus upstairs exactly yeah. honestly as much as I like make fun of it it really taught me a lot of work ethic no it's lovely and I'm like, yeah, it's very I, I've, of course I've changed so much since then but the work ethic um, really that makes it sound for. like the devil took over. I mean, yeah, it's a complete now. I know, but you know, that's what I was doing and like working probably like maybe breaking child labor laws for how much I was working and not getting paid too much. But I... Where lived, was your first job? Or um, this was, not was my first job. Yeah. job. After that, I worked at Panera Bread and then I was sexually harassed at Panera Bread and I... We are quit. learning so <laughs> much. Wait, what? Is that part of the red? No, no, I was I was a senior in high school at that point and I wasn't no, I wasn't doing anything. This is actually right around now, actually right around this time. Because that was also when I was starting my recruiting process in lacrosse. And so lacrosse for the recruiting season is really big in the summer and the fall. And at this point I was a sophomore, which colleges were in contact with me. And so I was getting very like so fall was really important for me because I know I knew I wanted to go I knew I wasn't a top D one player, but I also knew I I could really hang in the D3 world and so I needed to play well in the fall and that's when a lot of D3 coaches were watching um, and that's another reason why I wasn't really focused on basketball or anything else and then my parents were like okay you need to get a job and I got a job at Panera Bread and the only benefit was when I closed I got to take home all the pastries and yes. like bagels and my oh mom God, would always crunch. she would Ooh. always give me a list of like can you try to get this can yes. you try to get that <laughs> 
<laughs> to feed my siblings. Oh my and yeah. <laughs> the chocolate chip and always. cinnamon crunch were like the, the M&M ones. cookies. I always, yeah. Always. Oh so I would bring always. home the bag would be brimming over yeah. with food. Um, no, but I was another coworker just said some inappropriate things to me. Um, and I... Yeah, and I chose to leave, and I I used lacrosse as the excuse that I needed to focus on recruiting, Um, but it was actually a female, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think that kind of scarred me, too. I didn't realize, like, lack of dating and then going to a Jesus camp, like, combined together and, like, excusing other things that, like, I just didn't really put myself out there a lot. Wow. Yeah. And then I made varsity lacrosse my sophomore year, which was like a huge accomplishment for me. Um, Coming from like my area, I was super proud. And my sister was a freshman and she was the only freshman that made the team on varsity. So we got to play together for three years. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. I think sophomore year, I now like looking back, really interesting year for me. I didn't realize all of this. It's a forgotten year. Yeah, no. Sounds like stupid. No, this year, wow. Yeah. Thinking about all of it, a lot actually happened. I made a lot of decisions for myself that directed me for many years to come. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I was up to. Okay. I Well, I was definitely not on a field with my siblings playing sports. Um, I know where you are. <laughs> Back on stage? Back on stage, baby. It's 2010. It was the year I saw my first Broadway musical. It was American Idiot. Wow, that makes so much sense. <laughs> I know. Three times after. Um, no, sophomore year was fun. Like, I was lucky in high school. I had a really great group of friends. We were obviously all did musicals. But I quit field hockey fr- after freshman year, and then I did the fall play in the winter musical. The musical, Ryan, you'll love to know, was The Pajama Game. I couldn't hate a show more. Nothing is slower. Nothing is more boring. And Ryan Steam somehow... Uh, God, I remember... Oh Hernando's Hideaway, Olay. Oh, my God. Wow. I don't know how you like that show. I, I don't hate know why. it. It's honestly it's those two so numbers boring. were so much fun to perform. I was like in the ensemble, and I just had so much fun with Steam Heat and Hernando's Hideaway. So um, they didn't let the ensemble be in those numbers. It no. was the featured dancers, and then we, I was like a factory worker. Or That's why yeah. I, I was in by so no in means a scenes. featured dancer. It was because I was one of six guys, and they needed yeah. pairings oh for the God, six yeah. female featured dancers. Mm-hmm. So that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, no. So that was sophomore year that's all I really remember like it was fine oh I started, you were I also heard? then going out six nights a week oh yeah I was a raging partier yeah. yeah no uh no but I started a part-time job once I turned 16 in February was there for like four years at a frozen yogurt shop it was so much fun but looking at the top tracks of 2010 that Claire put on this list you could walk into that same yogurt shop and you'll hear that same the same music it is a time capsule today today yeah Amazing. Oh my god, it's every time I walk in, it's oh sometimes like the god. script, train, yes. like that's Matt Kearney, that same vibe. And Matt Kearney's so, so great. He is, but he sounds exactly the yeah. same in every single yeah. song. Like shapes yeah. in the night. Exactly. That's the only one. He came on my recently or recent ads. Recent, what's it called? Discover Weekly, Discover thank Weekly. you. On Spotify. And I was like, he sounds exactly the same. Yeah, he came to my college for a concert. So it was great. That makes, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, no, sophomore year was good. Um, yeah, again, living up musicals, <laughs> that's about it. So, Well, let's get musical and <laughs> talk about... I'm really trying with the segues, okay? I'm trying my best. I'm surprised more puns haven't happened. <laughs> but you know, what was Taylor doing in 2010, guys? Releasing Speak Now. <laughs> she was 21. 
There were six singles. We had more Grammy nominations for this one, but I don't understand I, them, so we'll talk about I it. I love that when this album released, her first week she already sold over a million and at the time claimed the biggest one week sales tally. Like yeah. for a country, a female country artist. So like Does anyone else She was twenty one at the time? Listening right? to this? Yeah, twenty one twenty twenty one. Um to me this I'm shocked this is full country. Me too. Like this is like you can hear it in a couple of like you start There's hearing a lot of pop moments. moments. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, especially for the pop mix at the end. If we're not oh my God. That's a I, we're brushing. Oh, that, we're gonna like talk about like fanning over that. Um <laughs> But other other things before we fully dive in, I think we should highlight because we're really starting to dive into like who her relationships were about. Yeah. Like last album, it was like Joe got some love, but like no one else really stood well, out. Really love, but but like you know attention, attention. <laughs> yeah. um, but Scorn. there's three three potential and more even after that of like different songs of who would be about. But the main relationships with Taylor Watner, oh yeah, who she dated August 2009 to December 2009. One of my I love the December release. John Mayer, December 2009 to February 2010. And then, guys, I'm so intrigued by this one. Corey Monteith was rumored. And I did not know that. From April 2010 to May 2010. I think I can picture the paparazzi picture that went around. Yes. But it's one of those, like... They award show yeah. type of thing. But that... Wait, it's rumored. You forgot one. What's his name? Jake Owen of <laughs> Al City. Because it's... Yes, I, I was going to hop into that when we got to what? that song. We'll have... No, we, should, oh, we okay. need to wait okay. till we get okay. to the song to fully wait, get his reaction. wasn't the one... Wasn't Superstar about No, one did not. Oh, that's that's not about... No, we can't well, talk okay. We have to get there. Okay. And then okay. we're going to have to pause. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there, we'll get there because oh, I was okay. shocked when I figured out which song it was. Well, everyone on TikTok about. has been talking about it and posting. Really? I yeah. haven't gone to that portion of TikTok. Lately, I, my TikToks have been a lot of cats, and I need to, like, oh, I don't no. know why I'm there. I don't right. know why yes. I'm there. Yeah. But the other thing that I was loved when I figured this out was the album was originally called Enchanted. That I do like this story. for the it, dress. It does. The cover, like, screams. Yes. Enchanted. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And Scott Burchett was like, we can do better. Taylor, the re- he said, Taylor, the record isn't about fairy tales in high school anymore. That's not where you're at. I don't think the record should be called Enchanted. After the sh- I can just after- hear the toxic masculinity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she like, pens the man 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yeah. Like, that's so, I, you know, like he's a business guy. So he's mm-hmm. probably being like, look, she's grown. But also like, that's so. Which also, did he listen to the album? Yes, she played is. the entire album for him. It's like he's so about it. like the enchanted fairy tale. Yeah, falling thing. in love. I mean, there's pain in it too, yeah. but I mean, leave it to a man. To yeah, just right. I mean, what's frustrating? Album. What's frustrating for oh. me is better than revenge. I am a junior in high school. Yeah, at oh my God. the latest. What's very frustrating for me latest. is like I love that the album is called Speak Now. Like when you yeah. first hear that, you're like, this is so powerful. Like, yeah. of, oh my gosh, yes. Like for yes. anyone, you're like, yeah, let's speak now. Like you your voice and then you were I don't want to get into it too much but then like you hear the song and I'm like this is trash but Um, we can get there we can we'll wait we'll Well, wait because I have more that I want to say about that unto itself so we have to get to start at track take it away Claire take it away which we lead with mine it is just like the fearless album it's another iconic first few seconds of the first song like as soon as you hear it the uh 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 you immediately know where you are what you're listening to, what you're getting into. One of her most 
up and down album she's ever written and produced. And I, yeah, I'll start. I'll start there. I'll start there. I feel like that's restrained for you, yeah. given the song. So. Up and yeah. down albums. I meaning like really, really great, and some of her worst music she has ever, and at this point will ever create. I fully. <laughs> Okay, at first I kind of agree with the ups and downs, but when I listened to it a second time in full, I was like, I don't necessarily... I think there's something good in every song, but there are three that are too similar that you don't need. Yes, yeah. I know exactly what you're mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah, uh-huh. but I mean, for this one, it's just a feel-good teen bop, and it's cute, and that's all I'll say, because I know Claire probably has a lot to say for this one. I love mine. Mm-hmm. We all know I love mine, yeah. and you yeah. two don't love the. Li- no, I love I the love lyrics. Mine. Like I, I do too. It's and cute. it's it's night like this is we're getting into it's it's a rare occurrence where you hear her sing a love song that's not that's actually about like falling in love. And not and a not breakup sad. devastation. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so this is and it's a love song that's cute but not like immature. Like this some of her like love songs are too like ugh. like kitschy love. Could you stop being for Well you hear the fight in the love story? I that is a that is an outlier. Love story is totally no no no, an outlier. no no no. I'm saying you hear the this it's deeper than just the oh, relationship. Yeah. To save this relationship yes. in this love story. Yeah. I, I should not have said it that. Yeah. Way. I understood. Right. Like you hear them fighting yeah. to keep this alive. Yeah. But Ryan, I do have a question for you. Do you like the backup vocals in this, specifically the echoes for the hold on will make this last? I'm so glad you because I started writing positive things about this song, wow. and as I'm typing, I. Say, Said, I'm already not looking forward to the rest of this album because we still have our male backup. Okay, but here's him in this. I'm gonna now start calling him. And I took notes. And I took notes. This man from here on out is named Scott Borchetta. Okay. So that's wait, but okay, so you don't like it? It's the male singer. (laughs) So you don't like it in this song? I think it's so pretty. There is one song in this album where I don't mind. You have this crazy look in your face. He's twitching. The eye is twitching right now. Now you know how angry I get. Oh my god. Um, okay, so that's there is a one no. song and we'll get to it that um I feel like we should call our podcast We'll Get to It. Um, it's a new title. Um, there is one song where I'm like, okay, this song is too perfect that like even my greatest mistake is absolved in it. But it's not I, this one. On this album though. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, on this album. What a teaser. Yeah. No, I really like mine. I just love the I think when I heard the song for the first time again, I lead with sentimental feeling of music. And I remember hearing this song when I was a sophomore and just being like, oh, like that is to me, I'm like, that's a realistic love. Like I want that type of thing. Yeah, Rather yes. than like hearing listening to love story or I was like, no, like that's that that makes sense to me. Yeah. Like I want that. I'm, it's like, I'm willing to the teen hopeful romantic that again sophomore year I feel like perfect time for this I don't know why this is like so romanticizing but like getting in a massive fight with a boyfriend and then having him like come out and like just like turn it like just be like no like I love you like I I feel like it's a Taylor Swift effect that's more romantic than like you like you giving me like a box of chocolates or something like like, (laughs) you fight so hard because you love each other yes and that's I 
love the lyrics of this story that it's telling in so many ways. This album. This has the all the Taylor elements though. Yeah, my favorite songs. Wonderful build. It has the scaled back bridge into the bigger final chorus. Done, 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 done. Yeah. Bridges get stronger and stronger in this album. Bridges. And we have a strong one to lead off. I love this bridge. You can also hear, even though it's like kind of a cutesier song, but then like I feel like matures as it goes from the beginning I can hear besides the uh 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 um, I can hear her voice is matured yes yeah. There's songs on here that her voice is not mature that, on. Again, feel like, like debut like, did she album. Write in her day? I sides. What I wrote, are yes, the key where, Why do they keep popping up? Like, yeah. we have these wonderful moments. Again, we'll get to it. We have these wonderful moments of like her voice has grown, her lyrics have grown, and then musically it's grown. Yeah, and then I'm confused. But mine is not one of them. I think it's yeah. a really yeah. strong start Absolutely. for this album. And then we lead into. <laughs> Put your seatbelts on if they aren't on yet, because oh we are now in Sparks Fly, and Sparks are <sighs> flying for this song. Can, it's such, going from mine into Sparks Fly is, is such a good segue. It's, pairing. it's This is my favorite pairing we've had so far. in yes. our album so far. Yeah. Yes. I think, I mean, the way this entire album is structured is some of the best in terms yes. of how you listen to it but I mean this is the album opener in my eyes like mine is your intro this is the full I, I, welcome to mine is yeah. still you're not sorry into the way I loved you from fearless but this is a nice but, it's a different side yes I think it would it, it I think it would do sparks slide disservice if it opened like the yes. actual album and then went into mine where it's yeah. like mine you're yeah. you're 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 it's enjoying it you're loving it and then you hear that opening to sparks fly and you are already at Mars and, yeah. and we Losing launch into multiple mind. dimensions and it is. there's a spark that is created in mind correct and, and, then, and then, so if we yeah. want to talk about sparks and like the illusion of fire throughout this album which we'll talk to in a couple songs this is the first bit of it but does anyone else think this is a song that starts the era for Taylor Swift like yeah. the full era of I don't know just her as a songwriter her as like the red lipstick the curly hair the eye to eyelashes, me the eyeliner. first one's fearless Really? Mm-hmm. I might and then after too. that, Sparks Fly is the next one. That's a pretty high indicator okay. for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are like my two like standouts for like what her eras are. And then after that, it's it's very oh, that's true. Because you have like the "You Belong with Me" like the mm-hmm. music video, that whole thing. Yeah. But Sparks Fly, I feel like it's a huge, like a major shift. Like yeah. this is not country music. No. At all. No. This the, song is not country. The rock melody in the bridge. Yes. Yeah. Again, scale back bridge into a big time chorus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it and like, so much on this album. Yes. It is. Yeah. She knows how to deliver. Special um, shout out for the live version that lingers in the quieter bridge a little bit longer, which like that payout is so much more significant. I'm obsessed with it. So like, I will say for the live version, I do prefer that. Cause like, I just uh, love that. I don't think the the vocals, the way the live starts with the tour. She also used vocally in this song. She's super, like she gets super strong and like forward singing and then pulls back. Like she's showing her rated baby, like a, like a firework show. When she says that like the second or third time and she's like almost like whispering it. 
chills. Like, Mm -hmm. it's gorgeous how she uses the moment. Like, she has these moments, like, in each, in this song specifically, that just, like, pulls you in and then pulls you out. Like, oh, I love this song Mm -hmm. so much. This song is also hazardous to me because no matter what I'm holding while I'm listening to it, when that drop, everything now happens, I just, like, am ready to throw shit. Just, like, you got it. Okay, there's (laughs) another song on here where I think my comment... I'm ready to drop kick people out of my way. (laughs) But this one, absolutely. Oh my God, throw anything. This is also, I feel like, one of the first songs in this album that we see a lot, just like you're saying about fire, dancing in the rain, like very much. Like she uses the weather and the rain a lot in this album, and this is the first one. And again, I would totally dance in the rain. Like, you know, I used to. I always love that line, like, drop everything now, meet me in the pouring rain, that stuff. But I remember one time in college, it was raining, and I had to walk from the bus after like a target run and me and my friend were walking back to our dorm I was like why is this romantic I was miserable it's like you're squinting <laughs> and you can't see and you're just like uncomfortable and I was like I maybe it's not as romantic as you know the notebook makes it out I'll, have, I'll take a moment or two in my life I'd be okay with that if it's like okay if you're talking like high school musical three dancing in the rain which no, can you have a stance yeah I know it's so good anyway back Ryan. to December oh. hey Taylor Lautner um, why can you say you hate Taylor Lautner no I said Hey, hey. Uh, I love Taylor Lautner. Like, oh my God. You know, I'm team Jacob. I was like, no, no, no. Yes. But <laughs> I was concerned that you were coming after him for this. And I'm like, she's apologizing in all of this. She's saying she's sorry for once. Very few times. Yeah. I would say her second venture into a placing the blame. But, uh, there is a very, there is a significant other in my life that is very much tied to this song and between this and all too well like fueled me throughout trying to go back back to December myself Um, but uh, yeah it didn't work um, which is now looking back a really great thing but um, this this is the song this is the song he's in it Scott Burchetta is in it (laughs) and I don't mind because this song is that good really? it's so beautiful see I think this walk so all too well could run I, have I have a different song I have a different song that walked for all I too well too spread but like I know exactly what song it is I swear to god oh my god I know exactly because I, I wrote into my notes this song walked so all too well could run and it's not this song at all no. but there are all too well illusions in this because what's very interesting one of the lines is when when your birthday passed and I didn't call and then all too well, she call, she's interestingly, she comes full so full circle in, oh, I'm sorry, in the moment I knew. Taylor says she says Jake Chillencall forgot to show up for her birthday in the moment I knew. And it's like, well, Taylor, you admitted it back to December. You didn't do it either. Yeah. So I love this song yeah, so much. Yeah. yeah. Lyrically, it's really good. I mean, it's not a fave TVH. Like, I like it, but I don't actively want to ever really listen to it for fun no you don't listen to it for fun and this is the first song no it's it really it really takes you there i think i think it's like if you're on a diving board it's like a really you listen to music i listen to very depressing music well so do i I, this is is never on the rep you know i also i'm a big fan of like december imagery for sad songs i think it's like it gets kind of cheap at times but like okay 
I'm here for it. Okay. So anytime we're talking about like going back to December or something, I feel like Kelly Clarkson has one that's like that too. Um, I'm forgetting, but um, it is, yeah, big fan. Big fan. <laughs> this is also one thing that I want to highlight because I love that she starts doing this. This is the first song with the orchestra. Yes. Oh, oh we're going to get into highlight the that instruments because, on this album. Oh, baby. Like, yeah. this just takes it all to the next level. And when we do start talking about tours, hopefully further down the line, the live version of this song. I've been waiting for oh, one yeah. of you to bring Holy it up. Yeah. Shit. Just, let's just take a moment for that. I think I need to let out some demons and get out some negative energy. So we're going to go into speak. Stop now. it. I, God, oh my God. I I'm the only one for that. Oh, it is okay. so fitting that she refers to herself as a girl and him as a boy in this because this song is so immature and yeah. it drives me nuts because it's about marriage. Yeah. And just interrupting a wedding like that. Right. How, how, we can't, that is. You do that when you're playing like wedding when you're right. five years old. Yeah. Like, that's what this song is. It's just so, like, I understand if you love someone and you're like, I need to fight for them. But I, that's not how I'm going to fight also, for them. Also, lyrically, moment. it's a mouthful. Yeah. She tries to rush through sentences and I'm like, come again? Yeah. It's, she starts rapping a little yeah. bit. It's, it's quite alarming. And I just think, <laughs> what are you talking if she about? wrote this song in, in, her, in her debut, I get it. Like, she's yeah. 15. She's, she's dreaming. Like, oh, this is fun. Like, let me just think about this. No, you're 21 now like I think you should understand the stakes at this point and respect the stakes and in the tucky part of pencil tucky where she grew up I mean right. it makes sense for a 15 yeah. to 18 year old wedding and also it sounds but, it sounds kitschy it it's I uh, I really don't like I don't think there's a single song not even like Betty Who's Marry Me that I like when it's talking specifically about a wedding day marriage vows whatever I'm Bruno so Bruno like Mars? not Panic Disco <laughs> What? I write sins on tragedies is an outlier. <laughs> is an outlier. Claire, that they, was a very fast that yeah, right there. Yeah, exactly. Well, because, a, the music video is iconic. Yeah. And that song, well, like, Lips of an Angel for You is that. I write sins not tragedy. I can... Don't I pin me down with hinder. slap to that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I love, love Panic at the Disco. That, but just like... Anytime, I'll, I'll endorse that wedding being interrupted. I yeah. will not endorse this wedding being interrupted. And I love this song, and okay? And polite interruption for a PS. Say, kids, let's just like not think about marriage until you can confidently call yourself a man or a woman or a non-binary adult. Let's just let's stop with like girls and boys at the altar. Like, no. Yeah, no. that's gross. I like this song. I loved it then, loved it now. This is so me. shocking. I why? How is that? I liked it because also because I, I wrote Allison thoughts on the speak now closing the chorus. And they said, speak now. No, I have, because I have another beef with this song, but it's okay, because I like, I think it's because me and my sisters actually like this song, and it's fun, but there's another one in here that I, I know you guys hate, and I can't help it, and we'll talk about it shortly, but um, I hate spoken word moments in songs. It's second to naming a title as the first opener, and she's like, don't you? I hate it. It's like that and laughing. Both are the worst. But why do you like this song? Then? I don't know. I really don't. It's just fun. She's speaking the entire yeah. time. I know. Like, you know. It's like the little like wink at the audience. I hate it. But I don't know. The song's just so cute. Getting winky. I love it. <laughs> Look at me. I'm interrupting a wedding. Yeah. And just being like boys and girls. Like just run out. 
I can't like, help on, that I've liked this tune since I was 15. Nicholas Sparks okay. would not endorse this. See, I was in a really big Nicholas Sparks phase in high school, and I was super, like, hope- What? I love the books. I love the movies. I was such a hopeless romantic. Um, I mean, I like so, saying he would disagree with this song. I didn't know he's have some questionable cheesiness yeah, things. I feel like, like, yeah, but I don't think he would. This is cheesy. Like, it is cheesy, to, but I like it. If he's writing to interrupt a wedding, it's going to be some take your breath I'm just going to chalk it up to the fact that this album, Opening With Mine, where you want to be in love with someone and you want that like fairy tale relationship, this was probably just one of the songs that I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a, I want to get married one day. So, sorry. But, uh, every uh, lyrically and melodic, like, lyric. Oh, it's not great. It's so immature. It feels like this person found their wedding dress at Limited 2. Like, I just can't do it. We're not even at David's bridal level. If you're going to interrupt a wedding, you need to sound like a woman. And she doesn't sound like a woman. I'm not disagreeing. Yes, Claire. Yes. That was it. Yeah. That was very, like, that had a punch to it. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with um, but um, let's talk about Dear John. Yeah, because we're, we're talking about Speak Now for as long as this song is. I, oh, I wish, th- okay, I. Oh, my God. Actually, uh, I really like this song. This but is gaslighting right here. So do I. This era of gaslighting. So do I. Do you really? But I don't like it because I'm not a fan of John Mayer, and I hate how he has this long of a song. And I know, like, like, it doesn't need to be almost seven minutes long. No, if anything, all too well should be eight. I am also shocked. Well, the OG. Um, I think that I'm. I think that John Mayer is incredibly problematic. I'm shocked that he hasn't been taken down yet by cancel culture because right. he's kind of a womanizer. Yeah, but. I realize, I realized as I was listening to this song, I do have like in terms of ownership, like such a bitter taste in my mouth for her exes, and I think it's on her behalf. The only exception to the rule is Jake Gyllenhaal because she would have never been ruined enough to write all too well, and Harry Styles because they needed to break up in order for him to get together with somebody else. Um, but I know, dear John, letters are very much a thing, so it's not like it could be whatever, but it's too much, it's too long, and then. And then Scott Borchetta is in the background again singing with her. Why is there a man helping her out take down another man? Like, own it. Own it. Write your letter. I, I don't notice any man singing on this. I don't know how I have horse blinders to this, but... I wish. The lyrics. I listened to it driving here because I was like, I need to give it another full spin. And the lyrics, shining like fireworks over your sad empty town. And before that, it's like, but I took your matches before you before fire could catch me. They're so Good. It's so this good. Lyrically, it's such a phenomenal song, but why is it like if it started after the second verse? Great. You don't need everything before yeah. that. The first the time re-listening to it most recently was the first time I realized I was like, oh, John Mayer was a total gaslighter. Like because that term is now used much more commonly. Mm-hmm. I was like, he was just yes. stringing her along in this relationship, and I and understanding when she's talking about how her parents like really didn't like this relationship in the song. I'm like, yeah, my parents wouldn't be either if I was 19 dating a 32 year old. Yeah, first of all, let's my start there. My parents would never endorse that in right. any way, shape, or form. Now my mom wants me to date a 32, 35 year old, but I'm 25, so a little bit different. So it's okay. But at the time, if I was 19 and I was dating a 32 year old, my dad would never let him in the Just house. Like, yeah. 
that's just I think that's a, that's so manipulative like when you hear more yeah. how she's talking about it the relationship in the song like that was not a healthy relationship in any no. way she performed yeah I have a lot of like I actually lyrically have a lot of respect for this song and it's the fifth song of the album so another ballad guys I love I, how every we always had to take note of it there's the only one to fifth ever song I because I love the trend like I let's do. respect I the do. Taylor Nation yeah. trend that she that's been formed and we have to call it out because you know next album bullshit like it's good I think it's nice to take note of them yeah yeah. I wish this was this was more epic. I really do. It I can't build. deal with the crying out dear John and how long that note is. Like it is just so bad. But the bridge is The bridge, so I will great. give you that. Yeah. I will give you that. That's the I think yeah, that going into the dear John and like, it actually hits a punch. That's I like really the good. fact that it's a waltz. You and Walt. That I do. Okay. That that is gentle. That is. is that that take I'm 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 lulling. I wish I could be lulled into a deep sleep so I would never have to listen to this next song again. This is He's by talking far, about mean. This is her worst song she has ever I don't ever, agree with that. I do not agree. I actually dislike speak now more than I dislike mean, but really? it's right um, there. It's right there. I'm gonna disagree until we talk about the deluxe songs on this album. But I like mean, I always have. I think it's the country twang where it's like the dip of all the strings. I was also, I played the violin in middle school, so I think I was a sucker for string instruments at the time. I still am. But I, whatever, me and my sisters always like the song. How did this song win two Grammys? I for, don't okay, know. That doesn't make I think that's what makes me even more, like, just yeah. seeing red <laughs> coming soon. Um, but I... Oh my God. If I was an artist and I was nominated in that category against that song, I'd be like, well, one song we don't have to worry about is Mean by Taylor Swift. <laughs> and then also, that wins. Out it's of like the- that year when Robert Plant won Best Grammy and it was against like, I don't know, all these other content. You know how like Grammys two years in a row, you could tell the age of the average Academy or the average age of the Academy. I'd, he, it was Robert Plant and Alison Strauss. They came out with a collaborative, collaborative album together and it was, I feel like Florence and the Machine was nominated in that category for best album and it was just like alright we got a bunch of dinosaurs in the academy because of course that's who they're voting for that makes sense like it was just I get like I think Claire in your comments you're like how did the song win two Grammys I'm like the bar for country music must have been so low this year it's like how how Robert Plant was in Led Zeppelin oh yeah well there you go I also just like kind of hate that she wrote this song in response to a critic saying that she couldn't sing. Oh, I like that part. No, I would rather I like write it. the song about you know a girl or the like, entire reputation album. Or yeah, like let's actually you're you're just going after a critic right now. I mean, like you're so mean to tell yeah, me I can't sing. Look, I'm gonna write a song about you. Like. What are you doing? Like, like that put just, your middle like, finger up. Yeah. Stand like, your ground. Again, it sounds like she had an again, image to uphold. No, she couldn't. I completely no. Like disagree, if, if and gonna, we'll get into it the next. If song. you're gonna, oh wait, not the next song. A little bit longer. If you're gonna call out like She's dear, an adult. if you're gonna call out yeah. dear John and like call him out in that like pain, or if you're also gonna date John Mayer, John, yeah, and like, do all of that. And, and then have these two songs 
speak now and mean and just sound like a freaking 13 year old, but trying to like have a backbone in it too. It's so contradictory and does not make any sense in any way, shape or form. I, if you, if I didn't know that this out, al- this song was on this album, I'm like, it's in fearless or her OG. Like yeah. what yeah. is this yeah. immaturity that's in her when, but when you hear sparks fly or other songs on this album, the maturity lyrically that's in it and vocal vocally, you're like, what Taylor, we're going yeah. back. Like, we're, why are like, we moving forward? For something that could have been such an immature song and we'll get to it. But like thinking about Enchanted, which is basically like just an ode to being a Disney princess and it's still so adult. Mm-hmm. Like, I was she gonna say if you're about to her. slander that song no, right now. No, 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 no. Absolutely oh. not. But then you have Mina, it's just like, all right, so you are like Mirda, whatever. Her and name she's is. 21. At yeah. this point, as a woman, okay. we are not yeah. handling situations like this. That's fair. I feel like they're Allison feels ganged up on. No, they're good. They're valid points. It sounds very immature. This is very rare. Put this down. We're, um, Ryan and I are agreeing on a lot right now. And this is an but, album. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not going to fight you guys because you're not yeah. wrong. I just can't help that my ears like listening to this when it comes on. <laughs> I'm, happy it someone, I'm happy someone can appreciate it. But yeah. this just makes me it's just angry. Okay. Next we have the story of us. Where to begin? Um, I would say probably chapter one. Next chapter. <laughs> um, um, I just think I think it's so much fun. Um, based on what uh, Allison said earlier, I am going to be up against her because I love the next chapter and the the end parts. It's a little immature and pedestrian. I can see it like towing that line, but for some reason, it like, works. It just rocks. Yeah. It works. And no, I take back what I said. It, nothing matters in the song. Like there are no rules. Yeah. <laughs> there are no rules. Everything about this song works. So I was okay. This okay. The I talk about this in another song, I think. But the idea of a story in a chapter and just the way she describes a relationship as a story—it's so good and it works so well in the song. But the way the music dips out and I've never heard silence quite this loud. I was one of the exact same note. I think it is one of the smartest choices she made musically and especially for any artist in 2010 to do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. When you had California Girls as a top track. Like, come on. It's so good. It is so good. But the line actually then becomes the sound. Yes. And you're like, I've never... And you're like, but you know that moment when you've heard silence that loud and you can completely put yourself in a moment that you've had like that before too. It's... Lyrically incredible, sonically mm-hmm. incredible. And then her use of acapella with a single guitar strum or like rock mm-hmm. moment in the moments before the final chorus at the end of the bridge, like that has my full attention yeah. every single time. The right. use of Dana. Donna, yes. and it's just like yes. it's a total rock moment. Like this Again, is this is a crossover. This isn't country. No. In any way. Country got thrown out the window here. Yeah. yeah. So but I I really there's not much to say because I love the song so much. Yeah. I don't really this is a song that like you'll always like whether you're driving in your car or like you know where you are belting hitting oh, your yeah. like steering wheel like I'm curious is this one of the songs that sounds like two of the others 
No. This oh, do, again, I disagree. Well, not well, too. I think this song sounds exactly like better than Revenge. No. I disagree. I mean, with that. I see to I me, see where you're headed, but yeah. no. But they both stand their own to me. Yeah, where they're both it does great. not matter. See, no, the ones that I'm talking about, no. Okay. No, we'll get there. Well, let's get critical. <clears throat> um, never grow up. I will never like this song. It's I just like PTSD, but in all of her shows that I've seen, I've always been let down by the special moments like getting Andy Grammer on the 1989 tour and then getting this song as the surprise song of the reputation tour. You got tour. Treacherous for the other night so that's Tre- not a letdown. Yes, yeah, well I didn't so that's true. Well I got that's let down, We so. got Treacherous but like you could just You got feel... Treacherous? We did get Treacherous and we also got Wildest Dreams because yes. the thing yeah, broke. Yeah because the thing yeah. broke. Yeah. <laughs> but why am I the, so dumb? The first God, night. This time make me go well, to every concert on every. We'll make. Sh- we'll be there. I'm. We'll oh, be there for both nights. We're doing a lot of a lot of things. But, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. You could feel the crowd's mood shift when she goes, and that's why I'm gonna sing "Never Grow Up." Suddenly, and the that's lines how you of the change. bathroom. I was gonna say I never so gave a concert, but I work for that. I respect um, it lyrically, but like, God, it's such a smooth. It is. And like, so as we were just talking about kids, like I. Yes, I'm sure mothers and soon-to-be mothers love this song, but, like, I don't, and I don't think I ever will. It's so... Well, also, how am I going to relate to this when you are so, yeah. like, lacking maturity in me and, and going back to our argument, speak now? Like, you, I'd rather uh, hear speak now than this one. Maybe Pick your only poison. Because, oh maybe my God. only because it's upbeat. Yeah. Because, Anything. like, it's already boring, okay. and then it's slow. Yeah, like, if you're getting I, a slow will, song, it's yeah. not Never Grow no, Up. No, Speak Now actually makes else. me angry how she's acting, whereas Never Grow Up, I can respect what she's saying. That all this, I'll take that. <sighs> wow. But fair. actually, what I wrote in my notes was, what a jarring stop to being <laughs> so high. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And I will say, again, lyrically, I do appreciate it, especially the ending where she's like, they just dropped me off in my first apartment. Um, I wish like I, that is like a little bit of a moment, I guess. Maybe, maybe if I'm going to give it to her. I didn't get that far listening. Oh. I stopped after 30 Good seconds. Good for you. I'm sorry. I was so bored. I couldn't it's, do yeah. it. It's kind of. It's, it. So here I am in my new apartment in a big city. They just dropped me off, plugged in like my, my nightlight. Which like she felt like it's like different indicators throughout the song. I'm trying, I'm trying, you guys. I'm trying. Grab my blanket. You're not. In my night. She literally says, "Tuck myself." Put in. my thumb in my mouth. Like my thumb. Suck your thumb. Yeah. Put my phone in my mouth. Yeah. What's this new trend? Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm acting like a. <laughs> and it's like it's for it's, there's a lot of slower songs on this album. You yes, don't need another one. We don't one. need it. Like we already had, we maxed out. It. Yep. At two. But let's go into some slow bangers. Major. I have so much to say about this song. This, this song, Enchanted, Enchanted, is pure Disney perfection. Pure. It's the way that the verses play along. I feel like I'm holding her hand, being walked into the ballroom of a castle. The chorus hits, the doors swing open, and we are in it. In it. See, for me, this song, 
in my mind, there's a trifecta. It's Enchanted, Haunted, and Treacherous. And to me, they are three top-tier songs that always have the same type of mood, I guess, even though they haunted? don't. Oh, yeah. Oh, I slapped a Haunted. Yeah. But, um, it's like, it can't it's, be it can't be transformed in any other way. It is yes. just, it is that song yes. that way. Musically, you can't use it differently. Phenomenal. Yeah. But the way the thunder strikes with the timpani or whatever exact <laughs> drum it is. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Again, Taylor is the CEO of every bridge ever made. Right. Like she here, I also don't mind the male vocals. Yes, the ba- Scott. all backup. Yes. Scott, vocals. you're welcome. Scott is fine. is fine. Prince Charming's welcome here today. Yeah, but I also when I was listening to it here, I because I'm so obsessed with the 1989 tour version mashed up with Wildest Dreams. I forgot how incredible the bridge is in the OG version. Mm-hmm. Like it is. It oh really God. is wonderful. It, 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 it starts going faster, and yeah. you're like, "This one," like, and it picks up tempo, and you're like, "You're just like, yeah, I'm in this love story." Like, you yeah. can place yourself yes. in this love story so fast, and you are. Well, to me, I think it's like a follow up to uh, Sparks Fly in terms of the relationship. Yeah. It tells a very good like backup to it in a way. Yeah, I thought about the last one. And also, I love the idea of like writing down the feeling of please don't be in love with someone. someone yeah. She packs the punch when she says but the But also, like, the vulnerability in that line, too. Like, yes. she says it, but also she's so scared. And then and the, the ooze, whatever uh-huh. it is. Oh, my God. She's like, just begging. Like, so all good. of us have have thought that before yeah. and, like, begged that question before in yes. our minds. Whether we've said it or not, it's like, please, please don't be in love with someone else. But... Oh my gosh. This song also has a Tim McGraw moment for me. Like, I'm going to say, like, it takes me back to a very specific time. And it makes me think, did I write my, it in my notes? I hope I did. Yes. It makes me think of Chem 2 when I was a sophomore. Talking about it with this friend. I know that sounds really weird, but. Just when really he, specific. But when, it was one of my hardest classes sophomore year. And I just, there's this girl in my class who was one year older than me. And we both loved Taylor. And she actually now lives in Nashville and, like, works on record labels. Like, she's literally so incredible and I looked up she's friends with Nate I was gonna say is this the Judah friend oh right Her, yeah, so, um, Catherine, if you're listening to this, <laughs> doubtful. Thanks, Catherine, you we made my really day this year. Ages, it's really dark this otherwise. Just completely gushing about this song with her. And the other, it takes me back to when I lived in D.C. and taking DJ's classes. And he would open to Enchanted. Oh, you t- it was like all the time. All the time. Yeah. And so it makes me think of writing it in his classes often. And he always, whenever I told him I was going to write in his class, he would put a Taylor song in for oh, me. Sweet baby angel. I know. DJ. I I know. So those are like my, like the song itself can stand alone, but then there's sometimes I listen to it and I think of like those little moments too. That's cute. Yeah. I love this song. Like this song will always stand the test of time. Yeah. Wow. Speaking of standing the test of time. Now we're going to have to stand in the corner and think about what we just said. This song, Better Than Revenge. For me, okay, let's think about, I'm bringing Carrie Underwood into the fold. Last name and before he cheats. That pairing, how it works together. This even, and I I created this in my head. (laughs) Well, last name is the night before, like the relationship that she finds with the man that he had cheated on her. What song? Last uh, last name, the song by Carrie Underwood. Have we have I listened and to before it? he cheats? Last night I got served a little bit. Oh, 
yeah. And then duh. before okay. he cheats is duh. like the <laughs> aftermath of that relationship. They work together. One of the country songs. You playing that? Yeah. For me, this is also a similar pairing because it sounds so similar to Story of Us that for me, I'm building a narrative that this sounds like it's pointed at the girl that potentially he left her for in the story of us. And this is also where I do not accept any argument that she is too, or that she is young enough to talk about things because this is the first time she talks about sex. Taylor is a fully, she's grown up, fully formed adult now. True. Yep. Okay. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. God, I just, I skyrocket to it out of the stratosphere when the song comes on. Yeah. What about the now go stand in the corner and think about what you did? Uh, whatever, I don't care. It's okay. great. This is nothing <laughs> bad about it. Not outliers. I have mine. okay. It's not an exact science. <laughs> okay. And so if a song slaps, it, there are other ways that it can cancel out. But it's because, it's like, oh my God, it's so good. It's such a good opener. If she said it in the middle of the song, maybe I'd be like, okay, yeah. cheesy. But anyone else have anything articulate to say? Because I don't. Just, it's so good. No, it's savage. It's I great. think it's so fun. There, you you, yeah. you feel it. You get your her anger. Yeah. It's a total bop. Like, oh my God. I so angry. I also like women supporting women always, but like sometimes I do love when she goes after a lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Because like sometimes I mean, deserve she, it. She doesn't do it too often these days. Like but bad her, blood is iconic. Like obviously. her eighteen-year-old self doing this yeah. is—it's fun to hear her. This okay. This is where I'll endorse. Like she's angry, she's upset, and you can actually hear it. Whereas yeah. like what I was trying to, what I was saying, and what were they mean? You don't hear that same anger no. and frustration. And like even though again, women supporting women, she actually has a backbone in this song. Okay? Yeah. Like she's tearing down a woman because like you, a woman doesn't actually steal someone, your partner from you. Yeah. That it takes two to tango. Right. But, girl code. Girl code. But human code but you hear the actual like she actually has a ground on this whereas like i think the other songs that ryan and i were like kind of going after there's no like foundation of the actually standing for what she's saying type of thing but it's so fun now not being weak and being the bigger person we go into innocent this is the song no it's not is it no it's not no it's not It's not. Right. <laughs> Thank not you. Yet. Thank you. All too well preclude. Yeah, it's not. It's not. We're we're oh, we're, we're, we're getting, getting there. It. We're yep. getting there. And we have. Um, I thought for a second, but we're not there. But really? this song is about our boy Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> I love. Okay, I love that she's being the bigger person here. But I love how she has limits because then she takes him to task on look what you made me do later on. This song. That's when he really. But yeah. Really, it, well, she gives a second chance, yeah, and then it's, it's like if you're gonna was, fuck with me again, which is like, honestly. That man contradictory. has had so many chances. But yeah. this is kind of contradictory to write better than revenge and tearing down a woman and then writing innocent directing towards a male that just humiliated you on national television. Yeah. But, you know, to each their own, you're formatting your album yourself. So. But it's wild that Taylor was a bigger adult than Kanye ever has been. And there's like, there are, uh, as we are learning, as days go on, as this year has progressed, mental illness is very much a thing on, on that side. But it is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this song is stunning. It has mm-hmm. a dark element to it, signifying, I think it signifies that this forgiveness wasn't easy to find. Right. But it has a brightness to it that only love and forgiveness can really bring. Mm-hmm. 
Um, people are not so forgiving about this song. A lot of people on the internet are angry, saying that Kanye doesn't deserve as beautiful a song as this. I agree with that. I wouldn't have agreed back then. I would have been like, oh, this is so great. Like, just being the bigger person and Kanye right. wasn't... Well, what about her playing this on the VMAs? Like, out of her entire album, she picked this song to but perform. I think at the same I, time... Was, that was Taylor. That's I think a Taylor as much movie. as, like, a bigger yeah. person... Yeah. Right. As much of a bigger person as she can be, I think that's also still showing, like... Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna, we're gonna, we can talk about this. Like, this is important to talk and about. I'm on and I'm stage talk, and I'm right now. And FYI. I'm having this moment, and no one can take the mic from me. Yeah. So I'm gonna, and it's I, not tilted. This, is, this is her completing her speech at the VMA. Look what she made me do, tilted stage. Hello, it's yeah. for Kanye. Anyway. Like, I think I her getting this moment, on, I don't know. Her singing the song at the VMAs, like a year later, is her finishing, finishing her speech that was interrupted. Yes. And I think that's why she chose that. Yeah. I really like it. And for a very long time, this song was like just a skip for me right away. Mm-hmm. No, and then I listened to yeah. it in whole and I was like, this gorgeous. is gorgeous yeah. for on so many levels. I feel like it could, I don't know, listening to it last night, I started singing back to December, a part of it, where I was like mm. melodically, oh. it mashes up, I think yeah. very nicely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it's good, but I think it's just, you're bordering too many slow songs on this album. Yeah. It's like, but it's so I good. do like, I think that this is necessary because of the dark element elements of it that it brings you into the absolute pits with Haunted. Mm -hmm. Like it takes these small elements that we're experiencing for the first time and then just like Shall we just jump into that one? Please do it. Are you sweating? Oh my god. (laughs) Like the dark and twisted was subtle and then it was turned all the way up. Yeah. It's a really good hiding for the line. Yeah. Yeah. You're low and then you hear the the beginning, like the the string start, and you're like here we it's are. It's one of her most complex songs yes. that yeah. she, uh, mm-hmm. up until this point, right. um, had written, and it's mm-hmm. a huge departure, and it's so and it's so successful. Yeah. So successful. The orchestra combined yeah. with the bells combined with the guitar in the beginning latches you in. Like, it's like when you're in a carnival and you and you go on the um, haunted house ride that, like, takes you, like, it's like whiplash. Yeah. It's like you're entering that, like... I, that's the only scary. The I was gonna say done. What? But what do you kind know of haunted house? About? I mean, I've never been on one with. Like, I know, a like, what kind of thing you mean? I never went on it, but I visualize it. I just think it. That just yeah. Like, okay. Super fast. Yeah. That's what it does. It does. Another crazy bridge. Oh my gosh. Crazy, spooky, yeah. mm-hmm. wild. Spooky. Oh my god! Tired. Everything about every single aspect about this song. Yeah. Is, Flawless. I it's so good. And how she wrote it too, like she ends the song with the same sentence. Yes. Yes, that she started the song with. The song ends on an unfinished sentence, but is equal to the opening sentence. Yeah. Never thought I'd see it and just ends right there. But she opens with you and I walked a fragile line. I've known it all this time. time. Never thought I'd see it. Never thought I'd see it. And so she ends with a, with a incomplete sentence at the end. Yeah. Which I just respect, like, you respect so much when you, like, hear it type of thing. And it cuts abruptly, too, yeah, which yeah. is, like, which again, I always thought was a LimeWire default. So you always, like, download again. Not, not, this <laughs> yeah. time it's actually this right. intentional. She intentionally yeah. did that. <laughs> Um, but I love that it's so similar to the structure of Enchanted, but they both hold their own in such different ways. Yeah. But uh, top tier. Vocally, this is one of her strongest songs. Absolutely. Of the album. She puts so much emotion into it. And I feel like this is one of the first displays where it's like acting 
Taylor, mm-hmm. which I've always loved her theatrically. I mean, not like I saw a tour until 1989, but I knew how theatrical her performances were. And this song is the epitome of it. I just want to listen to it right now. Yeah. It's so good. It's going to be my walk home easily. Yeah. But, uh... Is this it? This is it. Yeah. So for last kiss, Claire, God, go ahead. this is what? What do you guys have to say? About this song it leads so to all too well. well can run. It I, is otherwise it, it, it is a terrible. It, it truly is. It is a terrible but song. I I realized it when I was listening to it this week, and I was like, this is the lead up of all too well. Like I need like a shot of amphetamine this the, this for is, this yeah. to get through. Like yeah. give me some life. But like I'd re- what I wrote, and this I think for me puts it perfectly. I'd rather read it than listen to it it's beautifully it yeah. like and but it is a kind of everyone like that last kiss that you don't yeah. know it's the last kiss yeah it's a it's a human experience type yeah. of thing and not realizing it in that moment of what that's going to be no she really does well with it but if i were at the speak now tour was this played in it probably she tries to hit all of this is album. when i'd be like does anybody want snacks or drinks like yeah. i'm i'm gonna go to the bathroom i'll pick <laughs> delay my time you would pick <laughs> you would pick last kiss over never grow up i don't think she'd play both okay but okay say so if she did what would you pick? I would go get a, a uh, snack. I'm taking two bathroom breaks. <laughs> Merch <laughs> although, and snacks. Although I feel like Never Grow Up would stand by itself. Last Kiss, she would mash up with something, so it would stay for Last Kiss. Yeah. I, why is it so I, long? I, I, it's, it's, it's six minutes long. No. You're right. It does not. I stopped listening after the first I chorus. I got so bored. I was like, That's it's why I'd rather read long. it because like, yeah. I don't want to be put on this whole journey for this long. And it no. builds very similarly to All Too Well. Yeah. And how it progresses. And there is a moment when but it doesn't have the, as much of a payoff. Of a, of a, no, it doesn't. When you get to the bridge, when like it, it doesn't hit like you yeah. want it to, but you can tell it's we're, we're yeah, I'm gonna listen to there. all too well on the walk home. Too. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a night for it's a night for all too well yeah. as well. Yeah, but um, no, I agree. I just also hate how much like songs Joe Jonas is getting. I yeah. didn't realize. Yeah, it. like okay, why is enough of that? Really not worth yeah, it. but I will give her this. This song has a 27 second intro. To yes. people have speculated that it's the same amount of time that the phone call was when he broke up with her. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, you didn't yes. know that? Did not. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. So. Again, then uh, for a 27 second phone call, why are we getting, why is he getting so much attention? A six minute song. I feel she like with that, really I, she doesn't even know me. I should get a song written about me. Yeah. You know? We've given her hours. Hours. Days. Hours. Days. Months. Literally months. Worth of coverage. Which, if we're going to talk about timeless and the amount of... Let's please. Oh, I just got chills. Okay. <laughs> Long live. I mean... This is something that is shared across all of our top 13s, oh, yeah. I believe. No, oh, wait, no, I didn't have it. So I don't know why. Oh, I, I remember. I, I said because, like, my top 13 was specific to me where that song is, like... Yeah, you hate us. We is, our is, song. Is us, yeah. It's our song. I mean... The song is ours. <laughs> the slam and scream. Oh, like, yeah, like... Let's let's live in this moment before we get into the next one. Um, yeah. Long live. I mean, I I feel like it's her next to all too well. Probably the song that has the most tattoos across the across the fandom. Right. Like it is just such. Mm-hmm. It has so much imagery. Shout it out has to Jenna so Mateo much, if you're listening. Yes, love Jenna. Your we see you. Her tattoos are so good. But it is such great imagery. It 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 perfectly encapsulates like just a full 
full reminiscent of uh, reminiscing over a relationship. And it's, I mean, every time I look, every time this I teach. It's not about a relationship. That's how I listen to it. She didn't write it in that manner. Really? Mm-hmm. Educate me. Yeah, I, I don't know. Don't look. So it's her looking back on her fondest like memories of her career, none. And it's actually a song to her fans. Oh, and oh my God, I'm obsessed with that. Saying, like, I'm still like, going to listen to it as a relationship, looking, though. <laughs> like, looking back on everything that they've achieved and all, like, it's, that's why I love, like, if you listen to Change into Long Live, because Change is, like, to her band and, like, realizing, like, and to, like, yeah. we're real, like, we're achieving this. And then Long Live is, like, that moment of, like, wow, like, we're doing it. And it's her thank you song to the fans and band. Could you imagine this song on her in decades from now on her farewell tour? Oh, wow. First of all, she's never having one. She's going to tour forever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, oh, wow. She's going to be farewelling like Cher. It's going to be great. (laughs) I would hope. And maybe come out with an album cover This is a a dream (laughs) sequence. She does like an acoustic moment all too well. Yeah. And then we know we're nearing the end of the farewell tour, of the farewell set. We kick it up a notch with oh, to, that change, final to change to change in, into long live, into the final and that's chorus. how she ends. So we do an acoustic all too well change, and then take it home with long live. That's how I want her farewell tour to end. Yep. FYI, note take that. Some notes, and, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> Save made it, it this that's, far in our yeah. podcast. That's what you need, right? That that's yeah. the that's the trifecta of like. Oh, I love this song differently, but I still want to hold on to it in the way that I. Well, no, hold so. on to it as. as as you hold see. on to the memories because they're for me they'll like, hold on to you that was good yeah. <laughs> thank you <laughs> for me like I always strive to even though it rarely happens there's only probably like one relationship um, and going back to December um, but I always strive to make it close out a relationship that um, you know please the please tell them my name like that's that's always why I strive. Like a good memory. Like even though it's over, it sucks. That like we still have a lot of good things to hold on to. The growth that we found. Together. I love that. Um, so every I always get a little choked up at that part because it's just like the person is so much moved on with the family and kids and whatever. But like there's always there's a part of us that it that is always you holding positively with you other people in it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel it. Yeah, and you really, yeah, funny you played it in class today, too. Yeah. Like, he's intentionally doing this. Like, well, Had someone to listened ready. to the album this week. Yeah. Had to get us ready. Didn't listen to it enough. I texted Allison the other night, and I was like, oh, I just got to Long Live, and I still, every time, I still get, like, teary-eyed every yeah. time I hear, like, the beginning notes of that song. It's just so... Good. Yeah. And it just mm-hmm. so many moments, like with oh, so yeah. many people too. Like it's just, oh, I love this song so much, and love that we got in reputation with New Year's. Yeah. But I want it in full. Yeah. Yeah. And what if she did long live mash up with change? Don't know how wow. melodically wow. that would work, but wow. we'll, <laughs> we really that would be yeah. <laughs> like would we make it through the song? <laughs> They're a close enough beat. That it could happen. Really? It's not that like significant of a change. What's really funny is what reminds me of like the start of like Taylor Ride Nation is Long Live, and it's really? it was the Saturday of 
the second, like whatever Taylor week. Reputation. It wasn't like this the Reputation was, week. It was Reputation. Yeah. yeah, it was January. Reputation Netflix tour. Yes, week. it was that week. And that's when, that's when we, it was a Saturday and we were working our standard Saturdays. You had your, your fun, like trifecta. Oh, and I played it for arms. And you played it for arms. And remember how upset you was. Live. I was. I take this song anytime I hear it. I don't care. But Claire had. Very I was so strong upset. Opinion. And this is like it, honestly, it's kind of what started it because you recorded. But didn't you? I was trying to think about like the beginning of Taylor Nation and everything. Was this right before you moved? Yes. Right. So okay. Knew, that's what I thought. We knew. I. I knew I was moving. Yeah. I remember being a total brat about. T- and this was the week actually. I randomly didn't have work. Oh, I yeah. hadn't started. Right. I hadn't started working full time for Soul Cycle and my other job. I had already finished. So I had. This week of like, fun employment and like move packing and all of that, but it fell perfectly where Taylor Week was this week as well, and I it was like the most but I fun. left that class and found oh. this like laminated thing that was just covered with like dry erase marker of like the best and worst things a person could hear and that's when the reviews and Taylor Ride Nation was born well yeah. because yeah. We, I think it was like the holiday party or there was, was something the thing out. yeah, yeah. Like, well you you did be nice you like post you're like all too well into long live like you're like it's foolproof it's full bulletproof yeah it's like you played it for fucking arms it's not bulletproof yeah. and then you pulled out your phone and we're recording the two of us like our thoughts we were like we both worked so, first of all if you don't know that Claire and I worked at Soul Cycle we worked at Soul Cycle we worked basically every Ryan class so we're like ooh we're gonna hear a lot of Taylor Swift in the next seven days how do we make it fun for us as if yes. it's not fun mm-hmm. in the first place so we started making reviews for fun because we knew Ryan would be game and then uh, yeah truly for our we are. For, yeah for our like, own I was like, if <laughs> we got very protective also very you, you hadn't worked yet this was your first Taylor week like working and the last Taylor yeah. week that Ryan had was <laughs> like I was, don't know where I was for that I it was barely was working fucking madness yeah. like oh, we yeah. had these punch cards where Made us punch and like if it, it's gonna be as stressful as it was last time. Yes. We're having our yes. own fun too with this yeah. and playing digs as well. Mm-hmm. And it's how it just like playfully created itself. And it that's did. when also people started. Did they start replying to you like is soul people thought? Yeah, they yes. thought this was. So- yeah, corporate. they thought I was like up for like employee evaluations based on my Taylor rise. Like, no, it's yeah. part time. No, it's just front desk employees yeah. giving their Us two not cents about their thoughts yeah. with music. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but like that's on like long live. Like, as cheesy it is, kind of like was a little bit of a catalyst. Yeah, and our annoying employees. Um, but I remember that's what the first like heated moment yeah. that we were playing into um, started all of this too. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I vividly remember your <laughs> opinion you probably about it. You probably still something. Oh, yeah, I could pull up my yeah. archive. Head to Taylor Ride Nation on Instagram for, yeah. that, <laughs> for that clip. Well, if there's anything I could call our song, Long Live, is it's ours. But now, the, I can't believe we just go from that but we, to this. We, so this is where I respect Fearless, the Fearless album, starting the bonus tracks first, because yeah. you want to end on yeah. Long okay. Live. Yeah. And to come <laughs> and off of such an tracks. anthem, and then you just keep going into, you're like, 
great, it's deluxe, but like, what, but are, it you, also what again, are you giving me right it now? It feels like it has debut album energy. Uh, yes, so yes. Big debut album energy. I am not here for it. I, Ryan, I literally wrote, this sounds like it is pulled from her original album. Yeah. It does not fit. It's, it's so hokey. I will say, I do respect the chorus. Just Same say, don't you worry. energy is mean. The oh. man's here in this one, too. I, re- I wrote the man. Scott. Scott is oh, in this. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I like, okay, I only Scott like the line, people I, throw I, rocks at things that shine. That line is an iconic Taylor Swift line, so I respect it for that, but the, the don't you worry, your pretty little mind, people throw rocks at things that shine. Yeah. That right. was like, everyone had that written on their body at the concert. It's like so corny. On your AOL, on your AIM yes. account. <laughs> My away message. Your Can you imagine? Profile. Yeah. Uh, but no, the song's so corny. Um, all right. I think but what? for bonus track, and this, I think if this was a movie, is where besides um, oh, this is I'm only me when I'm with you but this is where she starts to depart from like what sounds like bonus tracks to gifts because like let's remember that Wonderland is a bonus track so she starts working on her bonus so you tracks. would say if this was a movie is a it has a bonus track energy to it but it is I like this song a lot I like movie-esque romances, so call me crazy, call me romantic, call me a sap, but it also has a thrashy bridge, so like, yeah. gimme, gimme, gimme. It's amazing. I said, uh, Yeah, I said the bridge goes in. Yeah. And I love the guitar in it. It's yeah. very good. It's for the, up until this week, I thought the lyrics were, come back, come back, come back to meet Eli. Like, she's talking to a guy named Eli. Until I looked up what? Really? Yeah, that's how much I could not care about this song. I was like, why is she talking to Eli? Like, what does Eli need to do? Uh Out of all the best for lyrics, that summarizes the song. I'm done. Yeah. (laughs) Eli. Eli. What? Where does he fit into this picture? Yeah. So that's the song. Truly does nothing for me. Other than the opening, I think the guitar opening is really, really pretty. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's I, an underrated B-side. I B-sign. still hear Come Back, Come Back to Me, Eli, yeah. every single time. I, I wish you didn't tell me this. I can't get so. over it. Just, just, like, I mean, um, like, just like the chicks, Marge, Marge. Oh, yeah. I still don't hear it. Um, I also, going off of hating all songs that are about weddings, I do lo- like not like the movies. If this was a movie, Katy Perry's not like the movies. I love those kind of songs that like... See, I just picture Hannah Montana's If We Were a Movie when I hear Another song title. that I actually do like. Do you really? I do. I really do. I don't know why. Like, I just... Cinema, it's, cinema magic, you know. Heartache on the big screen by yep. Five Sauce. Love that song. Okay, I'm with you on that. I love the idea of like the movie screen, yep. and it, Taylor does allude to that a lot. Yeah. Which, which, speaking of talking about movies, we're now going into Superman. I'm again. so obsessed with this song. Ow. And it's like such a. This is reminiscent of the debut album, closing with. But it works. And it, yeah, it's, yeah, it's great. And I don't think this is a song I've listened to until the recent Taylor Weeks. Yeah. I really don't yeah. know if I have. And I, where have I been in the last 10 years? Because I love it. And so I love much. a song title pairing of If This Was a Movie and To Superman. I think it's so okay, okay. kitsch and camp, but like I am, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Um, it's pure pop country, mm-hmm. and it's a great way to transition from a somewhat immature sounding song. Um, into what will be one of her most mature albums, which is Red. I love this song. I just think of Summertime and I can just, again, another song I can just have my windows down and just like driving along like, woo, Superman! 
like come back for me <laughs> it's just Life so it's just fun like it's you really fun. it's doing no harm only good it's just a good yes. pick me up <laughs> but yeah. it, it doesn't give like it's not like meaty or deep it's just fun like it's it's that nice sweet treat that you want at the end i would pick this song so much as a bonus track over if this was a movie Oh, Superman is definitely superior. Okay, I just wanted to and make like, sure. As far as bonus tracks go, it couldn't just stop here. Right. You don't have. Uh, well, I don't. Besides the no. haunted. Oh, well, did I'm done. fine okay. with that. Yeah. Oh, but okay. I am fine Before with we that. get there, I was like, I was gonna wonder how we were gonna react to this, but and here we are. Back to so December. Acoustic sounds it's just like the original. The Thank you. It's Thank same. you. It's the same thing as Forever and Always. Although Forever and Always it's is worse. different, but like. It, yeah. <sighs> this I would take this over forever and always piano. Is it because Back to December is a beautiful song? Back to different. This, so do you like Back? Do you like Scott in uh, Back to December acoustic? No. No. This is where like I'm like all right he this it's, he's got to go. Yeah. Yeah. It, he's way too much in the front. Yeah. Or like next to her. I don't understand how you can take this. I don't understand that you can take this back to December and you can't take forever and always. Because, no, I'm saying if I had to pick between the two, which I don't want to, because they're both so... Well, forever and always, like, it just... It is meant, that song is meant as one way yeah. and it's supposed to be at a Max Mach volume. 5. Yeah. Like this is just the same song played with a guitar as opposed to a piano. Yeah. Then there's no purpose. Whereas at least for right. always is reimagined, like reworking it. But it's it's a slap in the face to forever and always the original, whereas back to December and back to December acoustic is just like they're holding hands. It's like uh, they're holding hands and it's like a younger version of the song. It's taking up space that's not necessary. Exactly. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Forever and Always is insulting, though. We're not going there. Yeah. We already talked yeah. about this. It's so, just, you're just making Let's move on to a reimagination, which is Haunted Acoustic. I don't understand how you can relate, like, th- that this is okay. And I'm just getting angry thinking about this because I don't understand how this is acceptable for- to you. And forever, when you say Forever and Always is, like, incredible, amazing. Saying, da, 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 da. You say the same things about Haunted that it it's is one of her best though. musically arranged songs, okay. and it's okay that they stripped it down to this acoustic version in a raw form of saying like "You left me, I'm hurt, I'm feeling this," and it's okay where she did the exact same thing forever and always, and it's the stripped down version. You're hearing she a different, didn't. Yeah, um, Haunted. No. Haunted has spooky energy to it it has dark energy to it which is why it could work in an acoustic form um whereas forever and always it is it is a sad song yes but it only it works so well because it again like the robin effect has such an upbeat flavor to it haunted is dark and twisted so pulling it back a little bit you can you can play into that whereas forever and always is just too much of a departure does not work. Does not work. Haunted. We are going to have to agree, agree to disagree. disagree on this it's because fine. I truly, I just think it's this is so hypocritical right it's here. Fine. I think like I will always, always, always. But you forever and always? <laughs> I will forever and always original pick the Haunted original. Oh, absolutely. Like, but Haunted's a song. I will take it anyway. Yeah. Any possible way it's so amazing i would have loved to have heard instead of an acoustic <laughs> but version it's one that can be touched on like forever and always where the original is how can you determine 
determine what can be touched and what can't it's be touched. the sound it's off of the feeling in haunted like you said it's a spooky vibe yeah. where i will take anything spooky up tempo down tempo whatever yeah. you need i would it have works. loved it to have been a piano version of haunted though as opposed to an acoustic i feel like a piano would have been like if you really hit those keys like depressing you're again i'm thinking uninvited by by alanis like that could have been a moment i see why this doesn't make any sense i I do i understand there's hypocrisy but like i'm also gonna really dig my heels into the sand no and again i haven't even said my opinion on this song because i'm just frustrated by the hypocrisy that i'm hearing right now tell us where you're from do you not like it no, I really do. Okay, I'm frustrated. <laughs> we'll just be happy that you're agreeing, that we're all in agreement. And at least there's female backup vocals in this one. Um, <laughs> I'm not talking about the next one. I'm moving. <laughs> Pop mix. Like, it's just, I'm I'm already just like, okay, B101, like, adult contemporary radio. I just now like songs already pop. I exactly. did pop in the beginning. I oh also understand that. I feel like we're not, like, dragging out an album that just yeah. doesn't yeah. need to be played any. Like, it has a sli- It is, like, turned slightly, like, three degrees to the right. We needed. It is. It's, there's nothing new. We didn't need this many bonus songs. No. And, and like, if there are other bonus songs, why did this make the cut and nothing right. else? Just make yeah. it, like, make this part of a, like, an iTunes single where you get this song when you buy the original. Yeah. And it's, like, radio edit right. or whatever. Like, that's it. It does not need yeah. to be sold as part of this album. Yeah, I don't get it. I just think it does a disservice to the original. Yeah. I'll say that. It does By a the lot way, of since last episode, did you listen to Love Story Pop Mix? No. Because this is, it, it's it's this. It's with the radio edited yeah. version. I was too it. busy listening to Lips of an Angel. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> I also forgot. Um, what are we supposed to listen to? Love Story what? Pop Mix, which it, it sounds, it's the exact transformation as this is. Okay. So, like, maybe. Like, why was this a thing? This is, I, okay, now the second album in a row that she did a pop mix. I right? think it's like. I bet it's Scott. <laughs> Big machine records. Well, it's Good. like they're radio seeing version. some yeah. success on pop radio for her, yeah. and they want to give it. They, they want to. Not it, it. can't just fit country. It needs to go on mainstream, like yeah. pop music too. So adding those bits to it works. It just makes the the listener sound the like average American listener sound really dumb. Like, well, I'm only gonna accept pop music that sounds like this, and it's like, why can't Grandpa I? Grandpa Lewis like, in the house. <laughs> That. Where are you from? Uh, I was trying to like mix up old and young, or I was trying to sound young, but that sounded like a curmudgeonly grandfather for sure. I was trying to sound like a recess kid, like I don't know. But um, yeah, it's 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 insulting. I'm not a fan. And like the original is pop. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah it's on a country is. album, but it's pop. No, it yeah, absolutely is. Yeah. But I still, overall, from top to bottom, I still stand my ground that this song has her best of the best and worst of the worst songs. Okay, so what are the worst? Yeah. Worst songs. Our um, <laughs> arguably last kiss never grow up mean speak now i will say trifecta speak now mean and ours are my le- three bottom of the okay. barrel I, songs i agree with that i agree cannot, like i would listen to mary's song over those three because I can at least go wow. into it being like, it's her debut album. It's her debut album. She it's was true. 13 there are no years old. This, I'm just like, third. no, yeah. you're done. Yeah. We're done with these. Claire, what are your worst off of this? Would um, you say like this is, do you, does this album include the worst songs for her in your mind? 
I mean, he summarized it, like Ryan summarized it pretty well. I feel pretty, pretty strongly about those songs, and I haven't come that strong for songs, I feel like, in this series, in this, in yeah, our no, albums. Because it, I think, I now also, again, like you do, I look at her as like, you're a woman now, like, we can't be singing like this and talking like this. We're not there anymore. I'll excuse you from that, give you a hall pass. Yeah. Yeah. That's and the, in the first two albums, but we're, we're past that now. So I think that's where I start yeah. getting that frustration. But some of her best songs, too. Oh, yeah. Like, holy Every album starting to top itself with her best tracks. Yeah. For sure. Oh. Which. Which <laughs> as we bring this episode to a close, I think that this next episode is the one I am looking forward to the most, and Allison's looking forward to the one that follows. But um, yeah. <laughs> coming up next week, we will uh, go in and out of the color, the album, the, the mood, the feeling, the everything that is associated with Red. So thank you for joining us for Speak Now. Rate, review, and subscribe our podcast, and follow us at Taylor Ride RYD. DE Nation. You know you love us. We love you. XOXO, C A, and RJL. See you next time. Taylor. 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 Taylor.